by my first 30 pack when I was 16. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down again with Mr. Tristan Moretz as he makes a trip to Vegas during NFR to play a show at Stoney's Rock and Country. We went way back. We talked about being born in Northern California, moving to Houston, having a heart condition, the reason why the move happened. We talked about Texas barbecue. We talked about food in Nashville, specifically oysters. New music on the way, playing pranks on Randall King. His first experience at a pool party here in Vegas with Snoop Dogg. Let's get to it, folks. Let's get to know Tristan Merez. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Tristan Merez, second time this year coming to Vegas playing Stoney's Rockin' Country. How you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? Um, I'm stoked, dude. NFR yeah. in town. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, you're here. I mean, what Vegas. else can we ask for, dude? I'm so excited to be in Vegas. Right? Especially to have uh, another uh, gig here. Dude, Stoney's loves you. The people here love you. And I appreciate it. I would say that, that you've already doubled your ticket sales pre-sales from last time love you it. played here. Really? Is, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Um, I think it's good. I I I looked out for some, some different stuff this year. Last year, we did a lot of... Uh, Texas country style stuff, but yep. you know uh, I mixed it up a little bit. But this year I went pretty much straight, straight. That's cool. Are you seeing a big weekend. difference? People are dancing. There's cowboy hats here. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what Stoney's is supposed to be about, right. right? That's right, dude. So let's let's talk Tristan Merez, man. You got a lot of stuff. Cool. You got a lot of stuff going on in your world, man. Oh man, this year was was a was a year. Let's talk about your highlight of 2022, since we're almost to the end of it. What's your highlight. what's your what's your favorite thing that's happened to Tristan Merez this year? I had my first sellout show. Where at Green Hall? Where's that? In uh, Green, Texas. New Braunfels. I think it's called New Braunfels. Right. How many but, people uh, was that? I think it was 700. How'd that feel? Oh, it felt great. Yeah? That was really cool. It was a uh, one of those moments where you're, just, you're, you're letting the music just kind of flow. You yeah. Know, you're on stage, and, and it just kind of takes over. It was fun. It's a beautiful thing, man. It is. My mom got to go. My granny got to go. First sell-out show, and, and uh, it was a lot of fun. That's pretty bad. Your dad, yeah. is your mom and dad here tonight? Nope, just my dad. Just your dad. Just my dad, and he brought some friends along, and, and uh, he invited a lot of people. That's beautiful. So I'm excited. So we 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 actually held the door till 8 o'clock. We had a private event earlier, and there's a line out the door at 8 for people to get in here, and there's still a line out the door. Is there really? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's it's awesome. Gonna be, it's going to be a fun night tonight. Uh, we had Jake Worthington here last night. Good and guy. Um, he it, it was country. He is country as <laughs> fuck, dude. I mean, that's yes. what country AF is. If if you were to look it up in Urban Dictionary and they don't show his picture, there yep. we need to break something. Example, Jake Worthington. Yes, perfect example. He is he's so neat. Like he, I asked him something about where he was born, and he goes, um, "Fuck, there's one in California too." Yeah, uh, Pasadena. Said he was born in Pasadena. I yeah. go California. He goes no. I go the one in Texas. He goes yeah. And I just moved to Oklahoma. Yeah. But the way he said it was like so freaking funny because he is country. He is country. He's so fun. I can sit there and listen to him talk. He's, he's got so many stories too. Yeah. So many stories and they're he, hilarious. It took him probably about uh, three cups of that before he really turned the corner. Really. And he was fine. Yeah. And then yeah. we got off the mic and then he just totally became. Hey, you talk person. about talent. That guy's got some talent. Have you have you done shows with him before? Yeah. So when I first started, it was Randall King. I opened up for him a lot. He uh, opened up the door for me, and Jake Worthington too was one, one of the artists too that opened up his door. And Josh Ward, I know his bus is out here. Yep, chilling. Um, opened up for him and, and John Wolf, but yeah, I played a couple shows with Jake. He's he's he put on one hell of a show last yeah. night. I mean, I, I get a little nervous sometimes because our room is a dance hall. You've been here before. You see what happens if you if you lull the crowd. If yeah. they had the option to flip you off, they probably would because yeah. they love to dance. But last night was. 
It's freaking cool as heck, man. Yeah. They just danced. Everybody danced all night That's awesome. long. Yeah, That's it was, awesome. It was pr- pretty neat. He put on a great show. Um, I'm going to go back to last year. I know that you had a cut with Ronnie Dunn. Yes. And, um, it didn't work out quite the way I wanted it to. I'll yeah. go ahead and say that. He, he put it out. You're not on it. I like your version yeah. better. And I don't know if, I don't want to say I'm being biased, but for me, it's kind of like when you hear a song like that, I don't know if I got so used to it, but it's missing something to, to I me. I got you. Yeah. Probably because you're used to yeah. that one version that's got me in it. But but that was a, a really cool, that might be a highlight of my year too. Yeah. That was um, that was a dream country to have a, a cut by a major artist like that. I mean, a legend too. I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite artists that I grew up listening to and, and still is, 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 uh, killing it. But, uh, that was a, that was a crazy day to get the news that he's actually going to cut it. Cause he had on hold for a while. Right. And, uh, I didn't get excited. I didn't get my hopes up and just let it happen. And it was like almost a year, almost a year before he actually put it out on this new record. Right. So, uh, that was cool. That was crazy. It was pretty neat. Where, where are you off to after this? Like what's the rest of your year look like? I am done. You're, this is your last show? This is my last show of the year and I'm excited to be in Vegas. And you're here till when? Uh, too long. <laughs> I'm here till Thursday till the 9th. Oh my god. Oh yes. you, do you have a private event or something? I do, do? with Rock and Roll Denim. Gotcha. Rock and Roll Denim. That's cool. Playing with uh, Randy Rogers. We did so. talk about that. I might have to, I'm, I might be hitting you up just to pop in and say hi. Yeah, come on. That would be badass. Yeah, he's awesome. I, we actually played a show with him in Oklahoma and that crowd, you talk about dancing crowd too, they love to dance. That's it. Randy Rogers dancing crowd for sure. You got um, new music coming out? Yes, we're going to be in the studio the 14th. Next, yeah. I think next week. That is next week. Two weeks. Two weeks, but yeah. Ten days, whatever. I mean, I call next week because of the NFR. It's, this, it's all one week, even though it's Gosh. two to me. But yeah. Man, I just flew in last night, and I feel like I've been here for a week. <laughs> That's because I was, you hung out with DJ Dude. That, I and that I was <laughs> at the crap table and the roulette table till 9 a.m. this morning. Where at? Bel- no. Uh, yeah, Cosmo, the Mirage. Mirage. The Mirage. How'd you do? I lost, and that's why I stayed, because I thought I was going to make my money back. All in red, it was black. And then I put all my money like, up black. Like, that's roulette? Yeah. Yes. I, oh, I'm not you, playing You that did game play again. craps, or you didn't? I did. Yeah. I did. I'm not, I'm not any good. I'm, I'm new. I'm a beginner. I would so. say that, that I'm fairly new. I've, I've been playing about a year and a half, two years now. Yeah. Um, I don't... M- maybe, maybe... I probably would say maybe once every six weeks I play. Yeah. Got me a couple hundred bucks that I throw out there, and I've been blessed. Uh, I've won quite a few. I've, I've lost some. Yeah, I was on a roll there for a while where I would go with Grandma, and her and I would go play, and um, she put out a hundred, I put out two hundred. We have this little routine where I give her a hundred, and she gives me her hundred, and that's our good luck. <laughs> okay. You know, like we're playing yeah. with each other's money, not our own. Gotcha. Um, and she just moved to Florida, but her last trip here, we we walked away winners. Everybody that really? played, yeah, we won. I, I won. Feel like grandmas know how to gamble. Well, she, really good. She don't know how to bet. I'll tell you that. She bets college football, and she just... Football, man. I got into betting football, and I suck. Yeah. And I always... Or UFC, too. I always bet on the underdog just because the money's better. Right. And I lose every single time. I'm like, yeah. this makes no sense. I'm, I suck. I got, I got really... Um, I have William Hill on my phone. Uh, I started with the twenty dollars, and they matched your twenty. Gotcha. I have almost four hundred on there now. Really? I get. I I hit. Uh, I bet seven times now. After today, I lost one game today, uh-huh. but um, out of four, I always bet four teamers for either five bucks or seven fifty or ten bucks, but nothing more than that. Yeah. I don't do anything more than that. But I went four weeks in a row and won really? every single week. Yeah. Well, that's what got me up to the four hundred bucks. And dude, I got lured in. I got lucky the first time I started betting on sports, and I started with a hundred dollars. Bet on the Niners the whole time when they right. playoffs. And made it to like 400, and then bet all that just on the on the on the team. Is it what the money line is what they call right. it? Yep. And I made it to a thousand, and it was the last game. I don't know the the championship. I don't know who they. I forgot who they. Last year? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the um, to get to the Super Bowl. I forget. Was who it they, Cincinnati it was or the, the Rams? Rams. Rams. Dang Rams, man. Yeah. 
I put all my money on there and lost it. So, yeah, I haven't. They're been gonna able be to good this year too. I'm not a Niners are yeah. insane. Right I'm an now. Eagles fan. Are you? I yeah. got you. I I'm got doing you. all right this year. Yeah, I'm a Niners fan, so I'm living it right now. Yeah, we're killing it. You got to I mean, you got to take advantage of that. Chris, the guy that owns the place, uh, a few years back when uh, the Patriots played the Eagles, we made this bet, yeah. and he's a Patriots fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I go, winner uh, gets five free sushi lunches. Oh shoot. Done, right? So the Eagles win. Well, every time we went to lunch, I would just call like four or five of my friends. They'd show up, and he'd look at me and go, what's going on? I'm like, well, we didn't specify how many people could eat lunch. <laughs> like, we're going to take advantage of this Dang, shit. Dang, you went all out. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, that's a win's a win, right? That's awesome. We didn't we didn't set the precedence of what you can and can't do. I got you. So it was just like free lunch. So it didn't yeah. say how many friends we could bring. How long you lived in Vegas? Long time. Yeah. Long, long time. So you're not a Raiders fan? Hell no. No. I'm, no, absolutely not. My buddy Rocky, huge Raiders fan, used to live here, moved to California, uh, Oxnard, Santa Barbara area, yeah. up there. And uh, the minute they announced him, he called me. He's like, you're going to be a Raiders fan now? I went, hell no. Yeah. I haven't even been to the stadium. I want to go. Never been to sta- you nah. got to go to the stadium, though. I well, feel like it's really cool. The Eagles played here uh, last year at the Raiders, but their stupid COVID rules were so ridiculous really? that yeah. I'm like, I'm not even wasting my time, dude. God, isn't it crazy how COVID was? We don't have to go in that trap, but like, it's crazy how COVID was just like last year. Like the world was like still yeah. kind of opening up last year. Yeah. Because I remember uh, in Vegas, we at the NFR, we had to wear a mask yeah. to gamble. You had to wear a mask inside the hotel, like in the lobbies and stuff. And Frustrating. Crazy how fast things like. I feels like just last year. It's crazy. I went to I go to the same Starbucks every morning, and um, I would walk in without my mask on. And they're like, "Dude, you got to put your mask on." I'm like, "I'll yeah. just go somewhere else. I'm not doing this." They yeah. put a table outside, and when I would order my drink, they would place it outside so I didn't <laughs> have to go in. Like, because that's how much I go there. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah, it's pretty. You fun. big hockey fan? Because they got a hockey team here. They do. I go to the I go to the Golden Knights games. Dude, here I feel like there. hockey is one of those sports that people don't know much about, but it's the coolest sport to watch live. Um, you know, I want to say that I had a I had a, a a band that came through here that had never been to a hockey game before. Um, Cody Villopoulos is his name, but he okay. works with Justin Moore. He cool. does all of his videos and stuff like that. I took him to his first ever hockey game. He goes, "Low key, this was the coolest thing I've ever been to." It's insane. Yeah, the the way that they just fight. And it's okay. It's cool. Right. There was a video I saw on Instagram where these two players got ejected, and they're in the tunnel, and they're still going at it. And they show it on the Megatron, you know, the, the stadium video thing, and the teammates are hitting the, the sticks on the wall, watching the fight in the tunnel. It's perfect. Oh, that's so cool. I wish they would do that in baseball. How about basketball? <laughs> oh, basketball would be insane. Dude, even football would be it's freaking like cool. Six, eight people just freaking I'm trying swinging. To think, what, what game did I watch today? Um, LSU Georgia, I think it was. Most positive it was, yeah. and one of the one of the guys scored, and the other guy didn't like it, and he like bumped him in the head. Or maybe yeah. it wasn't that game. I don't know, but one of the guys kind of like went at him, and the other guy like went up to fight. And I was like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Like <laughs> this isn't like you're not in the streets of LA. Yeah. Like what? The hell are you, you're you're That's a damn funny. college football kid. Yeah. I am a college football freak. That is my favorite sport, dude. I just got into that this year, man. Yeah. My, my family never went to college. Like my mom and dad, I didn't grow up in a college household. They're all you know blue collar dad, and, and my mom does hair. Yeah, and uh, she has her own salon. But I, ne- I didn't grow up in that college environment, and I lived next to my buddy. Uh, his name is Connor Brown. We still talk quite a bit, but his family went to Texas Tech. Oh, and you great. talk about a yep. fan base that they're they're cool. But uh, Texas Tech everywhere in yes. the front yard, and you know game days they're out there watching it. But I got into it, man. I, I was going for the balls, but obviously they they kind of took a dip last last game. They they were doing good for a little while. They were. They were on a roll. I'm a Nebraska fan, so I'm hurting. Um, yeah, they're not having they haven't had a good year in probably ten years. I gotcha. mean, we used to be 
national cha championship team back-to-back. Mm -hmm. -back, like, we just won our fair share. A lot of Heisman guys come out of there, but, yeah, we, yeah. we suck now. I watch uh, – I don't like USC. I don't like Ohio State. Uh, one of the girls here at work, her son just got a full-ride baseball scholarship Dang. to um, USC. Nice. So now all of a sudden she's a USC fan, and, and I told her um, – USC fan, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, I tell her that you don't know much. Utah's going to whoop their ass. And she's like, impossible. So we bet five bucks last night on the game. Yeah. Utah whooped the shit out of them. <laughs> I loved it. Made me smile all <laughs> fucking night long. I'm not even going to lie. That's awesome. Let's talk about the new music that's coming. Cool. You're going in the studio. What are we recording? Yeah. How many? Six songs. Six songs. Going to release songs. them all at the same time? Are we going to drip um, them? Man, I just feel like the way things are streaming, I think it's better now just to release them as singles. Yeah. And then release the full package. You know, maybe two left. Right. So, like, release four and then have the whole package with two new ones on the EP. Are you recording in Texas? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Nashville? I've uh, been living in Nashville for, shoot, almost five years. I moved back to Houston for a year, and then moved back right before COVID hit. Right. I moved back to Nashville. Good um, time. But, but, yeah, we're going to be recording in Nashville, and, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You got anything, like, on the books for next year as far as, like, some touring stuff? You know, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we're actually going to France. That's really First cool. time overseas? First time overseas, oh, hell man. Yes. Yep, I'm excited. We got that offer. I was at, uh, I was at, I don't know, Broadway, one of the bars. I think it was Roberts. You ever been to Nashville? I have a lot. Right. What's your favorite <laughs> bar, Broadway? I don't drink. I'm the wrong guy, dude. But just I don't. I mean, you don't go to like, the bars? I I don't. I didn't mind. Um, Kid Rock's place was cool. We went upstairs and watched a couple bands play there. That place was cool. I went to um, FGL House, but I cool. went downstairs. That place is cool. It's more chill. Yeah, it's the downstairs fun. thing, um, like the one in the basement. Have you been in yes. that? Uh, they got the little side door outside that doesn't say anything, and it's no, like a, a hideaway bar. No. Yeah. Dang, I got to go check this you out. You need to. Is it FGL House? FGL House downstairs. Really? But not like, you can't get to this. Like, it's like the main entrance for the restaurant. It's not that. It's closer to Broadway. There's like a, wow. just a single door like this, huh. and you open the door, and it goes straight down. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a Vegas nightclub, dude. That's like awesome. they're playing hip hop and dancing. They got the VIP tables on the side. It's weird. I'm just like looking around, and everyone I'm with is like, what's wrong with Toad? And yeah. I, I was soaking it up because I just didn't get it. I'm like, why yeah. is this place even here? <laughs> and uh, I went with Austin Burke. And cool. he, he, he's lived there for a while and, yep. and kind of like knew the ins and outs. And But, yep. I mean, I've been to a couple. And we went to Aldine's. I thought that was cool. Um, that rooftop is the best. Yeah. It's the, the, or the, um, the act old, around the far corner. Is it Old Reds? Yeah, that, no. one's, that one's cool. The what's um no uh, I'm thinking of Dirk's place. Dirk's is fun. That roof is badass. Man, oh my god, that place is. I've had too many memories there. Like I, memories I don't remember. But I would say the only time I ever go to those bars is if we go back for the ACM honors or something cool. like that, yeah. or some sort of CRS yeah. or something when they have parties. Those are about the only time I don't drink, so it's like not my, not my yeah, thing. I got you. I like going to the Red Door because you see everyone in Red the Red Door. There. See, Midtown's different. I love yeah. Midtown. I can go there and just chill, have a good time. Broadway is one of those your buddies are coming to town for the first time in Nashville and right. you gotta go out and alright we'll go to the Tootsie's thing and but uh no Nashville's What's Nashville's your favorite crazy. one down there? Uh Day Drinking would be Luke Bryan's or Jason Aldean's rooftop. All right. Rooftop all the way. Or there's a bar at the end of Broadway next to the river by the stadium and it oversees or over what like looks the whole Broadway and you got the river too in the stadium. It's a beautiful site. What's that one called? Uh, I think it's Acme. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Acme Rooftop, yep. and they got some really good mules. It's like okay. a frozen mule. Yep. Pretty good. But, uh, yeah, Roberts Roberts is cool if you're going for actual, like, good country music. They're, those players are insane. Really? Yeah, you talk about, like, old school country. Roberts. Roberts. Western. I think it's Roberts Old Western Bar or something like that. That's kind of cool. What's but, your favorite place to eat in Nashville? Favorite place to eat would be, let's see, uh, I, I think it would be... Um, 
gosh, this is a place called, it's kind of, it's not what you would do every every week, but it's called Eddie V's. It's a steak, uh, steak seafood kind of place. Right. So good. So good. So Eddie V's, where's that at? It's on Broadway, 5th okay. Broadway. And uh, they got the best. Do you like uh, oysters? I do. Oh, man. The best? All right, if you ever go to Nashville, we're going to have some oysters Hell over there. Hell, yes. It would be one of those things I'll have to hope you're in town. Uh, no. I, I sat down with the Swan Brothers, and they told me about uh, Monell's. Have you been there yet? No. Monell's is like eating at Grandma's Southern House. Gotcha. So let's just say that me and your crew went, and like, actually, you and your crew went, and me and my crew went, and we showed up. They don't sit us until the whole table is there. We don't even know each other. They really? sit you with random people. So as, if there's 10 seats, 10 people have to be there before they sit you. That's cool. So the 10 people sit down, and then like the first person, they hand him whatever. You take out what you want, and you pass it to the next person. It just goes around <laughs> the table. And it's, That's crazy. Dude, it's fried chicken, catfish, That's collard cool. greens. Uh, I mean, on the table is uh, sweet tea, regular tea, and water. Yeah. Like that. Like you just, That's awesome. Dude, it's literally grandma's house. And it's yeah. an old house that's converted. Like Each room is its own dining room. It's pretty badass. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's really cool. I have to check that out. Yeah, I will. I will try. Uh, I go back there for some barbecue here and there because there's always good barbecue there. Man, um, I gotta say, Texas barbecue I think is better. So we just went to Austin, and then we went to. Um, why am I drawing a blank? We spent two, three days in Austin, and then we went to Waco, and we went cool. to um, yeah. this summer. That was our su- summer trip, and we went to um, the surf place there, Waco Surf. Have okay. you heard of that Never place? Been. No. Dude, it's so I was surfing behind a boat for a while. I bought a boat and learned how to surf. And fucking like a wake, loved it. Like wake, wake surf boat, yeah, cool. Malibu, and uh, did that for a couple years. And I was like, shit, I w- I want to go try this thing. And we took a class and did all this other kind of stuff. But it's literally in the middle of the desert. There's uh, a lagoon, and they have this machine that pushes out waves, and yeah. you surf. They have these Dude. water slides there. Um, really? Yeah. Huh. One goes right into the water. One goes up a little bit. One goes up a little bit more. And one goes yeah. shoots you to the moon. And you just land in this big, huge lagoon. Just we spent four or five days there too, renting a cabin on the water and just had fun. But Waco's different, man. And yeah, we went Waco's to different. one of the barbecue places there that's um, in Austin. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but it's world famous. It's huge, mm-hmm. huge. Salt Lake? No, that's the same Yeah, it wasn't Salt Lake. I don't know. I'll look it up. Look but it up. Um, we went in there, and it was probably 45 minutes in line. And then when you get your f- your food, it's like a, I don't want to say a buffet style, but if you want brisket, they cut it right there and they put it on your plate. Then yeah. if you want sausage, they put it on your plate. If you want pork, they put it on your plate. And you get your sides, and then you have to go find a picnic table to sit at. But the place was, it was so good. Huh. I'm not thinking of anything. I've never been there. Yeah, I bet you have. Probably have. I, there's so many places I, I don't remember going to. Right? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I was actually born in California, but I grew up in Houston. Okay. So I was born in California. Um, Central Valley is a really small town. Uh, it's called Denaire, Denaire, oh. California. Shout out to 209. Nate Diaz is from Stockton. So 209 is like maybe, in, I don't know, might be 45 minutes from Stockton, but Nate Diaz is from 209. Right. It's cool. But uh, now I'm from a really small agriculture town. It's all dairy, almonds, corn, and uh, moved to Houston when I was really young. I was Why? Like nine. Uh, I actually have a heart condition. Well, I used to, and my mom says I still do, but it just—it's fixed now. But my mom still is being mom. Uh, heart condition. Mm-hmm. I—we uh, moved there because that medical, the medical in Texas is just insane. It's right. Top notch. Uh, we were going to Stanford for a while. I had, I had um, a hole in my heart, multiple. Well, we didn't know multiple until we moved to Houston. Uh, Stanford was just saying, "Hey, it's just a flap. It's gonna grow over when you grow up. Like it's just you're fine." You're, that wasn't but I was, the case. <laughs> man, I was athletic. I did a lot of sports growing up and baseball, and I was pale as can be. People call me uh, Edward from Twilight because I was so pale. <laughs> it is bad. Like I didn't. No, it's bad. I'm gonna introduce you tonight as Edward from Twilight. <laughs> yes, there you go. 
But I was just so pale, man. I looked awful. Um, I just wasn't getting enough blood. My heart was not working right. Uh, right. I was, you know, getting dizzy and seeing seeing things in my eyes like the fluttered. I, th- I think they call them flutters. I don't know what they're called. But uh, we went to Houston, and the heart doctor there, I was maybe 11 at the time. He's like, man, I don't know how you haven't had a stroke. Wow. Or, like, your heart just stopped. Like, he goes, just a little bit of blood going through that flap, that hole, you could have died. So just imagine it's probably because you're in such good shape. Honestly, probably because I yep. was, you know, so active and, and athletic or not ath- just being active. Um, man, it was crazy. So, like, if we didn't move, it would have been who knows. Right. But uh, what, what, when they went in there. They had uh, found out it was multiple holes, not just one. But it, in middle school or elementary school, I'd wired up, man. Nowadays, they got them small, but the EKG, not right. like monitors. It's like a monitor yep. for a whole month, and they monitored the my, my heart used to skip beats a lot. So they'd monitor, they had like eight wires on my chest. And so people found out in school, elementary school, and they'd call me, you know, robot and this right. and that. <laughs> it's bad. But uh, yeah, it's all fixed now. That's good. It's yeah. a health thing. My mom has a, a pacemaker in her because she has a thing called neurocardiological syncope. So, like, if you're uh, if you're if you're sitting, your heart will kind of like it. Your brain tells your heart we're sitting, everything's cool. You're driving, everything's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, she would get up, and then her brain would talk to her heart and say, "Oh, we need to start pumping more because she's moving." And she'd walk. Well, then she'd go sit back down again or something. But the the brain would tell the heart, "All right, everything's cool. We don't need to be as active." But the heart wouldn't respond. Yeah. So she'd get really really high energy turn pale sweat and pass out yeah so they end up putting a pacemaker in there just to kind of like uh keep her stable like gotcha but she's old so it wasn't like mm. older rather she's uh, i don't want to say hey mom you're old um <laughs> yeah so she's not moving as much as she did before so it gotcha. was it was kind of a good thing like she yeah. i remember one day she went to um, a business license place and she wanted to pull a permit to put a spa in her backyard and she drove there got there stood in line and her heart went crazy, and she just dropped. Really? Yeah, people freaked out, wow. called me, hospital. You know, it was just a fucking nightmare. Oh. But she's fine now. Like It's crazy what how fast and how how much the medical industry has grown. Yeah. And my granny just had to put a pacemaker in. It's crazy what those things do. Just a little flap. The, they cut like an inch of her skin yep. and just put it in. The, uh, um, there's a name for that. Uh, but, yeah, my mom's scarf for what they did hers is really tiny, yeah, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But... Yeah, I uh, grew up in, in Cali and, and raised in Houston. But uh, growing up in, in California was a lot different than Houston was. Uh, I didn't know what, like, I didn't s- grow up in the su- suburbs in California. It was all country. Sure. So when I moved to Houston, it's a huge city. City, yeah. And um, luckily when I first moved, we lived in this place called Siena Plantation. Back then it used to be pretty small. It's grown now. It's a huge. It's its own city now, I think. But but uh, it's uh, Houston was fun growing up. I loved uh, growing up in Houston. It was really cool. You and you're not like an Astros fan or anything like I'm that. I'm not, man. I, I'll, I'll support them if, if uh, you know, they're in the playoffs. Until that cheating thing, man. I'm such right. a big baseball guy. Like that just really bugged me. But uh, that's I'll why I don't them. like USC because they got really? Reggie Bush. Oh, lost really? his okay. Heisman. Got you cheating. Yeah. But I uh, know I stuck with uh, my Niners and my Giants. Right. That's good. Diehard Niners and Giants fan. They're supposed to be bringing a baseball team here, and the rumor has been for so many years that it's going to be the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's, man. They need to go somewhere besides well, Oakland. Dude, think about it. I mean, I was when they did the whole Raiders thing, speaking of the, the, the sports stuff, I had like I was just praying it would have been the Rams or the Chargers. Anything okay. but the Raiders. But I'd why do they fine. put two football teams in LA? So weird. Chargers that and fucking Rams. stadium though. It's insane. I've never been, but I watch it and I see like the video outside before the game. I'm like, gee, this was that the most expensive stadium? Yes. Yeah. What was it like Over five a billion? billion? Yeah, something. Four billion, six billion? 
That's the Raider right. Stadium was what three billion, four billion? P- pretty expensive too. God, but man. yeah, that place looks like it trumps this place. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. What are your goals for next year as as an artist? I mean, man. putting out new music. I mean, going so, going overseas. What's the biggest yeah, thing cool. you, that you're looking forward to? The biggest thing I'm looking forward to is new music. And it's been a minute since we've released new music. I, I was kind of stuck in a in a weird, a weird phase of of the music business part, legal stuff, and uh, just with with prior teams and. And it's been it's been tough. So I'm looking forward to one starting off fresh. Beautiful, Mike. I'm I'm so excited for that. I'm just ready for that 2023 stamp. Just ready to go. Um, also, just just continuing to be consistent with releasing music, man. That it's bugged me how much I have not been able to release music because I, I feel like that's that's how people are just going. You're just a musician. Releasing. I think that's what you're supposed to. Right. Do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. And especially too, like I love the songs that I have out, but also I've grown so much sure. songwriting wise. The songs that I have out, besides the newest record, but um, I've written those songs when I was 18, 19, 20. Wow. You know, that's like six years old. So I've, I've definitely, I feel like I've grown as an artist, and I'm like, wow, I'm still singing these songs. Like, I need I need to, you know, put some more stuff out. And then you got Zach, Brian, releasing 40 songs in one album. I'm like, come on, let's go. And they're but, all uh, badass. They're insane. That guy's killing it. Uh, did you see his video at the Red Rocks, Snowing? I didn't. Oh, man. It, nope. it gives you chills. I will. I will. Yeah. So I've been to Red Rocks twice, never seen a show. Never been. Is it cool? It is Those badass. Cool like it, I went there. My buddy Nick lives there, and uh, I'm surprised I've never seen a show there. Um, but I feel like it would sound really cool with the rocks. The sound amazing. Off the the amphitheater just. I mean, just walking on the stage. Like, it, I think I went like on a Wednesday or something like that. I took yeah. my son there, and we just like walked through there, and it was just pretty badass. Really? Yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah, it's kind of neat to see. And um, yeah, I mean, this all these people putting out all this music. You, you, I don't think you can go wrong with it. Um, People consume music so much differently these days. It's not about yeah. a single. It's about yep. it's about multiple stuff. And um, I always I don't want to say joke, but I talk about radio today and how how they force feed you what you listen to. When the majority of people, um, I would say, crave music, and if yeah. they hear a song that they like, they want to go find more from yes, you. And you 100%. can't find that in radio. No. So you have to go. I did my Spotify thing and. Um, all the music I listen to. I guess how many artists I listened to last year? Me, how personally. Many? Just take a guess. Uh, over 100? 2,600 different oh, artists I listen to. <laughs> I, I am the guy that goes, I mean, this is why I do what I do. I love music. I love everything about it. So if someone tells me about an artist, uh, I'm going to go listen to it. Yep. I want to go find 2,600, dude. That's a lot. That's insane. Yeah. But that's what I love doing. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you think about it. I, I would just sit there. There would be days where I'd listen to 25 different artists. Well, you know what sucks, too, is when you find a cool artist, like a new artist that you're... you're uh, you're hooked on just brand new you never heard them before now you're listening to their record like five times yeah. you know every hour uh what sucks is when they don't release new music and you just get bored yeah it's like dang you, I, I don't want to say you move on but you kind of move on you kind of do mentally yeah. and then you kind of that playlist comes on shuffle or that song does and you're like oh i forgot i used to be obsessed with this like right. song or whatever um but man I, I think times have changed rap music i feel like they've been doing this before it made it was actually like a, a thing because they would drop mixtapes all sure. the time like once a month of like just ten songs. Uh, do you remember that website, datpiff.com? No, no, not oh. that one. No, downloading mixtapes and stuff. Oh no, 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 really? Oh yeah, back in the this was like 2010. What was it called? Datpiff.com. Nope, never heard of that one. They'd have like the DJ datpiff.com before the song drops. It's really cool. Really, that's where yeah. they knew where they were. But like, dude, rappers would drop drop songs left and right. I mean, ten songs in in a month or whatever. You know, mixtape every every month or so. But I feel like they've been they've been uh, they had that unlocked before. Um, smart. I think that 
I look at the story of Post Malone was yes. when he put that song on SoundCloud, or whatever, goes to yes. bed, wakes up the next morning, and oh the story is it just exploded or that did whatever like, it did. That was the pre TikTok thing. Yes, <laughs> I mean, and, and it's crazy to think that the the success these days. Like, I'll um, I have a daughter that's fourteen, and she will uh, she introduces me to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard of Bailey Zimmerman, and she is listening to the crap out of Bailey yeah. Zimmerman, and she's like two three songs deep. I've just fall in love but now yeah. but you have to catch up with that stuff and it's so weird uh uh jordan harvey cool uh new guy um i got a phone call i did some booking for life is beautiful uh i booked the kid uh, i listened to a single i like it but he only has one song on spotify but yeah. now he's got a couple more but at the end cool. of the day is he's brand new artist and this is where i go back to that same thing you're almost you're almost forced to listen to that one song over and over yep. and over again and it, you can get bored of it real quick you can. but i think so what do you think about this so let's take Let's take. Let's go five years from now. Yeah. And you're growing as an artist. Uh-huh. Do you get rid of your old music or no. do you keep it there? No. See, this is. I think there's always going to be songs that you're going to have playing forever. Like I think you're going to have your set songs that are always going to be in your set. But also, I feel like when you when you put out a record, sometimes a listener in the radio or the the car or whatever, however they stream it will hit differently live. And sometimes right. songs don't work live. Like we have this one song that just is never. It's always made it weird. It's just it kills the vibe. Which so one's like, that? Uh, it was. Um, oh, you, you don't play it anymore. She's Got had it. enough of Texas. Okay. And it just—it's a great like the the writers did a hell of a job writing it, but it's just not a live song. It sounds great on you know streaming. Right. But it's just not a live song. Um, so I think you you got your your older songs that that will always be present in your in your career. Right. But also you got to move you got to move on from some. some I like stuff. it. I, I asked that question because there's some artists that remove their old stuff. Yeah, no, I, I think out of respect to the fans too, like if they've been listening that long, they're gonna want to hear that that first song. They want to be able they to go feel back. Like, dude, I saw that guy when or I've listened right. to that song before when it first came one. out. Yes. Yeah, I but. did. I did something fun when. Uh, so May is my birthday, and cool. I had never had Randall King here, and for my birthday, I booked Randall King, unbeknownst to him. Yeah. <laughs> like I did it for myself. That was, was your, like that I was your birthday gift. Yes, yeah, so it was a birthday gift to myself. He's killing it right now too. He's popping off big he time. He's so good. So he came in May. Did a sound check. Actually, when he came in, the first thing he did, he's in the back. He brought out his little flat top. He's making everybody chorizo and eggs. I oh, no like, way. Yeah, he's cooking. I'm like, dude, what are, what are you doing? Like, I didn't know him at that time. I was just like, are you serious right now? Yeah. This is fucking badass. So um, he, they do their sound check. When I picked up my phone, I wrote my sound guy, 1030, because they're blowing me up. Perfect. Like 10, 10, 10. So he does a sound check. I look at his sheet, like the set list, and She Gone is not on there. Oh, that's a great song. It was great re- song. wasn't on there? No. Really? No. So Is I that did. one of the reasons why you booked him? You like that song? Oh, I love that song. Oh. It's like one of those things you look forward to. So <laughs> I'm up here doing the interview with him. Yeah. And I tell him I got a bone to pick with you, dude. And he's like, What's up? Like he's so just I don't think he has I don't yeah. think maybe he gets excited on stage, but I didn't see any kind of his mood, his way he was talked, reflected. The emotion just stayed pretty much like right here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we haven't played that one in six months, dude. Like that, he goes, we're just focused on the new stuff. And I was yep. like, bro, like I love that song. It's my this I booked, I booked you for my birthday, blah blah blah. So it was cool. We moved on, talked about some other stuff. Well, nine fifty-five, we're supposed to meet at the bottom of the ramp to go on the stage. I'm there, nobody's there. Ten ten, ten fifteen. Wyatt writes me. He's like, bro, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I don't know. So I wrote, I write Burris as TM. I'm like, bro, what's up? And he's like, apologize for being late. Give us five more minutes. I said, cool. So they come up, I do my announcing, give away some shit, announce Randall King, get off. It's my birthday. I don't drink, but that night I did. I go to the bar um, uh, with my buddy Dylan. We go to the bar. Uh, I grab my green tee shot, shoot it. Third song, 
she gone. Really? They learned it in the fucking green room. Oh, no way. That's how rad that dude is in that's his cool. camp is. Like, oh, yeah. That's that whole the, camp is cool. So that night, my nickname's Toad. Uh, um, we had a whole bunch of Toads up in the shoot area by the stage, and they were throwing around the crowd like it was just a thing. Well, Burris got one of them and put it on a soundboard. So when he was going to these other stops, he would send me a picture of the soundboard with the toad on it. It's like yeah. a little fucking like rubber That's toad. Awesome. And, he, and he was like, "Yeah, you're in Texas right now." And I'm like, That's "Thanks, cool. dude. I love. I, I'm looking Man. forward. Are you coming out tomorrow? You gonna you gonna pop back by here for the Randall King dude, show? I'm gonna try. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anything going on. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll stop by for sure. Don't that guy's me. man. That guy's awesome. He he uh, he was the first person to ever take me out outside of the Texas scene. Really? And uh, go to Oklahoma and Kansas. I think it was Kansas. Yeah. Um, we did this prank on him, not prank, but we hopped on his bus and got him. It was Valentine's Day weekend or Valentine's weekend. Yeah, and we bought him one of them blow up dolls, <laughs> and snuck on a bus, and then had a whole bunch of uh, them uh, them shaped suckers for the bachelorettes. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Man, he found out, and he during our set he found those the suckers on on the bus, and I'm playing. I don't know, it was Darlin maybe. And here comes these these penis suckers on the freaking <laughs> stage, just throwing them. And then Randall's giving me the bird. That's and awesome. You always see these penises flying on the stage of the suckers. I was like, God dang. You should, uh, <laughs> you, if you do come tomorrow, you should just make a quick stop at the love store here and go pick up a penis sucker. Dude. Just, and just like, can I please? Absolutely. That'd be hilarious. You know, here's what would be rad. I guess we're like, in Vegas. So they probably have that. Every, we went to everywhere. Spencer's to go get that stuff. Everywhere. Well, there's Spencer's here too. I think what would be funny is if you did show up. So he's playing... He's playing the second round tomorrow, so he'll start at like nine thirty. So you guys are doing a round stuff. It's okay. a round tomorrow, yeah. That's so cool. it's it's uh, Randall King, Josh Ward, Kylie yeah. Fry, Win Varble, uh, cool. Jake Worthington, and Jake Jacobson. Nice. Yeah, and a couple other dudes are supposed to show up. Cool. So it, that sounds it, like fun. Yeah, I mean, if you do show up, I think it would be fun that before you went out there and I go out and announce him, that if I just put it on his microphone, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Say, you could be like right dead that'd dead center fun. right in the front, and be like, yeah, hell yes. <laughs> Count me in on that. I think that would be fun. No, nah, man, I, I I don't have <coughs> much going on this week, actually. You should. We'll, we'll touch one more thing. I'll let you get back. Uh, last time you were here, you had this bucket list thing that you wanted to do. Yeah. You you, you wanted to go to a pool party. Dude. Okay, <laughs> hold up. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to stop you real quick because before you jump into this. Um, <laughs> That's a funny story. I got it. It is. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I want you to say it, but I need to. Um, here it is right here. I want you to do me a favor. And just smile real quick. Okay, I'm sending this. So the guy that helped you out, yes, uh, his name is Mike Fuller. Yep, that's him. He's on his way here tonight. Oh, is he really? Yes. So, is he gonna be out here? Cool. Yes, I, totally, I, I follow him on Instagram. We message every once in a while. He's such a good dude. But great guy. Let's talk about your experience at uh, at Elia Pool at Virgin. Okay, first <laughs> off, that was insane. Shout out to the Virgin Hotels. Uh, that pool party. I've never been to a pool party. So I told you before I. Yep. When I got on the show, I, I told him my bucket list to go to Vegas pool party. So they hooked it up. Man, I'll tell you what. We were on the road for like a month. That was our third week in the, on this West Coast tour. West. And your Reno show got canceled. Yes. So you had to stay in Vegas. So sorry. You yeah. got to stay in Vegas. Another so night. I got to stay in Vegas. So we had a show in Reno. Got to stay. Uh, it got canceled. So we got to stay in Vegas one more day, which it, it kind of looked bad because people were like, oh, so that's why you canceled the Reno show. But it wasn't me. Sure. It was the venue. But also I was like. I didn't think about that actually. I probably shouldn't have posted until the next day. Right. But uh, yeah, so we show up. We're just we are at, at this point the most musician you can get and just looking bad. Like Ass we just, dragon. We are just dragging. Like every day is just awful. And uh, we you know run out of clean clothes, running out of clothes in general, and and uh, we had to go to Target to get like bathing suits. 
And of course, this is you know Snoop Dogg, so everyone's gonna be dressed up to the nines, you know, have Gucci and you know yeah. flip flops and all that. We show up to this pool party with Target grocery bags, like with our old clothes, because we couldn't check into the hotel. <laughs> we couldn't check in the hotel in time, so we have Target bags with our old clothes, our uh, bathing suits, and then we're showing up in cowboy hats and flip flops. And these they they y'all hooked us up with a with a table and a, a booth. And these these people were just like, who the hell are these guys? So, <laughs> I I remember t- talking to you after it, and I and I and I I remember saying that you said something about you were staying at Virgin. That's what they got you guys yeah. in the rooms. And I was yep. like, dude, my buddy runs the pool there, yeah. so this shouldn't be too tough. So I I hit him up, takes care of you guys. Um, they put you in an area, um, and I think all all I could think about was. Uh, the fact that you're gonna want to go to a pool party again, and it's never gonna be the same experience that you had <laughs> ever. Like that was insane. We were right next to the stage. It was tequila. It was the the snacks and the different bottles, and and they were serving you. And I've never had any kind of treatment like that. It was awesome. Right. It was the coolest thing. But uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg was insane. We got a little bit of uh, we got tequila drunk that day. That's not a bad thing. And me and my fiance now I got engaged. That's another highlight. I didn't say that. Yeah. That's definitely a highlight this year. I'm not going to get mad at that. <laughs> um, I think I might have mentioned that in the last podcast. But, yeah, man, we uh, we got so drunk. Me and my, my uh, fiancé, we passed out at, like, 6 p.m. and didn't didn't have the night in Vegas. We just slept till about 4 a.m. Beautiful. Woke up. We're like, wow, we should have went out. Like, what the hell were we doing? It was supposed to be one-hour nap, and it was right. one of those that just you All slept day. through your arm. There your ain't arm. nothing wrong with that, dude. Sometimes that's, that's yeah. what's called catching up. Oh, man. We had to. We hadn't had much time to sleep. I just love the fact that you got you got that bucket list. Uh, uh, Dude, off I did. And it, Thank and you was, so much. And man. it was in style. And I hopefully Mike gets here. Tell people how to find you online. Yeah, um, TristanRezOfficial.com. I already told you the official story, but uh, yeah, look me up on the website. That's where we post the tours. We'll be touring a little bit next year and releasing new music. You can get me on Spotify, Tristan Rez. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, same thing. Beautiful, dude. Thanks again yeah. for the time, dude. Thank you for having me. With a neon light She won't find someone else Cause she'll miss me way too bad And here I convince myself Cause she won't work